The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, power horse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to help fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. Plus, when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Drowning in status updates and lost in endless emails? Break free with ClickUp.com, the one app to replace them all. Imagine a world where your team collaborates effortlessly in one shared space. No more chaos, just ClickUp. Your projects, tasks, and communication unified at last. Transform how you work with customizable views, seamless integration, and real-time updates. ClickUp is your shortcut to more productive days and happier teams. Join the millions of productive teams already streamlining their workflow. Visit ClickUp.com to get started. Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. DJ Glasser filling in for Nick Costos on a Monday. Nick will be back tomorrow alongside Ken Barkley. We just talked to our friend Drew Dinsick, the whale capper. Great conversation with him, talking a little NBA MVP. First thoughts on the Super Bowl as well. Our last uh, segment here on stadiums. Make sure you guys uh, watch along. Watch stadium.com. You can also continue listening. Sirius Channel 160, Sirius XM 205. And watch us on twitch.tv slash BeckQL, YouTube backslash Odyssey Sports, and over on the Odyssey app. So, Ken, we've talked a little NBA MVP. Today. Now it's time to talk a little Super Bowl MVP. I know you are heavily invested in this market. You've gotten some great numbers on uh, some of the skill position players. Have you been? I am not. I am not invested. The old, Oh, that is not true. I did take McCaffrey at 7-1. to one. He's my one ticket. Um, I had a feeling that market, I, you know, I felt pretty good about San Francisco making it to the Super Bowl. I thought certainly that market would drop if he ended up uh, making it. So I do have him at plus 700. Don't have anybody on Kansas City. I took a shot with some of the uh, defenders on Baltimore. Like I got Kyle Hamilton I at like 700. I thought, that yes. was, I thought that was pretty good. The Kyle Hamilton number you got, I was like, jeesh. That was like a 750 a to one. God, that guy, he yeah. is he is a superstar. I absolutely yeah, I mean, love him. In time all pro uh, incoming. Yeah, man, that's pretty crazy. No, no question. But yeah, I got nothing on Kansas City. So before you talk about some of the players you have, I think the big question in this market that I think is going to be, you know, a, a topic that a lot of people discuss is if you like the Chiefs at plus 100, do you just take Mahomes at plus 120? And your answer to that would be what? Uh, no, in this case. But I, I do okay. understand that philosophy totally. Because, like, let's be honest, right? And, you know, I, I've seen a lot of this today, the idea that, Depending on who wins the Super Bowl, the quarterback wins a lot of the time. That's been supported yep. historically. There are plenty of examples mm -hmm. of a team winning and the quarterback winning. So, like, I, I get it. I'm not saying that's 
false or like that's not what history says or whatever. I, to I totally understand. I would actually change it though because I think the framing is usually, well, whoever wins the quarterback just wins a lot. And that's like a gross generalization, honestly, I think. And I think the right way, I think, to at least frame it to start talking about it, if you, if you even want to bet this market, I think a good way to think about it is like, what is the identity of the team? And if that holds and they win, who can win when that happens? So like, because we were talking about this earlier, yeah, the quarterback wins a lot because the identity of the team is exclusively the quarterback or they're clearly the best player on the team. And especially if they're clearly the best player on the team and they haven't won the Super Bowl before. And it's a new thing. People who bet, people who vote for awards, they like new, new and shiny. And if you are a new thing and you win the award and you your team wins and you're the quarterback, man, you're going to win a lot of the time. You just are. And the exceptions to that are when you have these really dynamic players that like they're the identity of the team or you have a defense and that's the identity of the team much more than the offenses. Not they're both really good. The defense is much better. Even if the offense is awesome, like the Legion of Boom was great. The Seattle offense was phenomenal that year too, but the defense was like, and they have a nickname. Like, I mean, come on, like that's it. When defense has a nickname, it's usually a pretty good sign that they're going to be like a really right. legendary, memorable unit. So you, okay. Like, again, like you just go back through like a lot of the winner. I won't do all of them. But it's like, all right, you know, like when the Broncos won and Von Miller won, they were defined by their defense. When Malcolm Smith won for the Seahawks, that was the Legion of Boom. Like, you know, when Dexter Jackson won for the Bucks, when Ray Lewis won for the Ravens, like you just go back historically and it's like, all right, yeah, when it was a defense, like they produced a winner. I, I could be wrong. My sense is neither of these teams, even though I do think they, they have compelling defenses in the Chiefs especially – are really compelling. I don't like, I don't think these teams are like those teams where it's like, no, no, the defense was like everything. Like that's what we're talking about. I don't, the chiefs defense mm -hmm. is great to me. They're more balanced. And I think the Niners are more even lopsided toward the offense. So like, I don't think we're gonna have one of those winners. I guess that's where I would start. Now you have these other buckets and it's uh, when there's like an outstanding skill position player, that ends up winning the award, right? And to me, these fall into like two really diverse categories. And I think this is where this game starts to come back into play. So you talk about when Cooper Cup won, and he's like the perfect example of this. I think it's like, well, that would be like Stafford. That was the idea. That's not really true. Cooper Cup was the offensive player of the year in the NFL. Like there's only one and it was him. And he was electric in both the playoffs leading up to the Super Bowl and in the game itself. And the connection between Stafford and him was the identity of the team. In addition to like, yeah, they had Aaron Donald, they had Jalen Ramsey, like they had a lot of really good players, but like Stafford to cup was like, we'll think back about that team. That's what we'll remember. And not just because of the Super Bowl either, um, the throw against Tampa. Like, so it's, yeah, like it was Stafford, but it was both of them. So like, to me, it was kind of like if either of them won, it would actually make a lot of sense with the identity. Now cup ended up winning, but like, that was not weird. That does not dispute this theory. Like that's like very normal with like what the identity of the, I mean, he was offensive player of the year in the league. The idea that like he couldn't also win this, like he's the identity and so is Stafford. And, but then you get this other kind of skill position player that wins. And PJ, this is what I thought was really interesting about the chiefs this year. When you get mm -hmm. a team that wins a lot, you start to spread it around a little bit more in terms of who wins. And we saw this with both groups of Tom Brady Super Bowls because the guys won so many freaking Super Bowls. He has two different groups of them um, and he won them in threes. 
essentially. And I feel like kind of Mahomes is like about to put the period on his first set of three, probably, and then maybe go a couple of years because, you know, you don't win every single year you're alive. And then maybe he'll win again. Like it's, you know, like what if Travis Kelsey wins this game and retires and then like everyone from the old core is gone and they're like in, you know, it's a new group now and the defense is good. But like it's I think it's OK to think that way. Uh, when Brady won, and I did this on the show already, so I'll do it faster. When Brady won, like when he was new, he won. And then when he wasn't new and he'd won a lot, he didn't win anymore. This is being Super Bowl MVP. So in the first set of three, he wins the first two and doesn't win the third. Branch wins. And then when he wins the second set of three, he wins the first two and then doesn't win. Edelman wins. And then when he wins and it's new with the Bucks, he wins again. So it's like, and I know that's like really simplistic and it's literally a, like a, uh, a uh, a sample size of one, but I do actually think it speaks to not that like Mahomes has to lose this, just that in all awards, people like new stuff, and like Mahomes, like Mahomes not winning this does not like tarnish his reputation. He's got two of them, like Brady only has five. <laughs> That's like and he, and he didn't get all of them when he won. It's okay if he doesn't win this. And that was like the entry point a couple of weeks ago for like a handicap of the, and I think the most important thing here is the market has it like Mahomes is just going to win. You brought up like, if you don't bet the chiefs bet him, cause they're so closely linked in, in price, the market's right. still like, no, if they win, he's going to win. Like, that's what it is. I even see people like snarkily tweeting that like, Oh, I can't believe anybody with a go. And my theory is everybody's wrong. And I think people are going to want to do something new because they always do when we get to things like this. And it's not just, it's like not just the two Brady things in all awards, always looking for something new. What's the next guy? What's another thing we could do in this situation? Media loves to overthink this stuff. So I'm not saying it's gonna happen. I would never say something like that, but I do think it is more likely than this to happen. It was more likely two weeks ago and it was more likely last week that I think, and that the identity of the team yeah, Mahomes is awesome. Also, they run it really well, and Kelsey's amazing and is the most prolific pass catcher in the history of the postseason now. So, like, he's a big deal, too. Forget Put the Taylor Swift stuff to the side for a second. And the defense is really good. It's, it's a bat. Like, the identity of the team is not Mahomes this year. It's balance. That's the identity of the team. So if they win, they win with balance. And we can talk about if the Niners win what that means, too. But that was kind of like my – that was my thought two weeks ago. It's going to be my thought going into this game. Yeah, no, and I, I think that's a really good point. And the comps you bring up to Brady and those Patriot teams. Um, and also, I mean, you were talking about just now the balance of the Chiefs. We were talking about it earlier. Like, what even is the DNA of this team? Like, are they a defensive right. team? Is it Mahomes? And right? What do you so, think what do you think their identity is? I think they're a defensive team this year. I really I do. do. Just be, Isn't that crazy? Because of all the second half unders, because of all the top teams that they have played this year they've been lower scoring games and in the past the Chiefs have leaned on their offense I think this year they lean on their defense which brings me to again a point you were talking about with the past Super Bowl MVPs and Ken everybody's talking about the secondary so I mean do, would you like take a shot at McDuffie 250 to one do you take a shot at Snead at 150 to, like those are kind of the guys that I'm looking at like I'm probably going to take some Kelsey at 12 to one just because I like the price and it's Kelsey in the postseason. And even though the Niners obviously have linebackers that certainly can run with them and catch up with them, like it's Kelsey in the playoffs, but the corners, the secondary 
for Kansas City in a game where, again, when we've seen Brock Purdy go up against elite defense in Baltimore, he threw four interceptions. I'm not saying he's going to do that against Kansas City, but I certainly could see him having some turnovers. And that's just what Spag's defenses do in big games. They just force turnovers. Like Legarius Sneed at 150 to 1, I could certainly see myself making a little sprinkle on that bet. Sure. And I'll, 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 I'll support your point a little bit just in that the total in the, so that last year, there was a lot of thought about like, well, do I bet Kelsey? Do I bet somebody on the Eagles? Do I bet whatever? And part of like our discussion on the show, I remember last year was like, you could bet Kelsey. Like, I, I get it. I kind of liked him last year. But the idea is like the total of the game is massive. There's like a billion points expected in the game. Like it was expected to be a high scoring game. And the identity of the, especially the Chiefs last year was like, well, our defense stinks and we're number one in offense. So we're going to score a lot of points. So like this game, if this game looks like the last three Chiefs games, it's very likely. I think Mahomes doesn't win. Look at his stat lines. Look at the mm-hmm. scores of the games. If you're right, and by the way, the Niners are like the best team at forcing turnovers in these kind of games. You you stick each quarterback with like a turnover or two, even Mahomes, who's been amazing at not turning the ball over in the playoffs. Like you just 200 yards, two and one, 200 yards, two and zero. Like these are the stat lines we've been dealing with. And I think we're going to get another one in this game. That's what lets you give it to Kelsey for 101 or give it to Pacheco for 101 or give it to Rasheed Rice. Edelman and Branch both won for the Patriots without catching a touchdown. They didn't catch a touchdown, but there were not very many, like the the Eagles game was a little higher scoring. The Rams game wasn't like, maybe we get a game like that. And all it takes for Kelsey is nine for a hundred and zero. And he's Deion Branch and he's Julian Edelman. I think that's much more likely, honestly, than people think. I have a little more on this. We can do after the break too. Yeah, really good conversation on Super Bowl MVP. We'll keep it going. We'll also talk some college basketball during the Power Hour. You better you bet. Presented by uh, BetMGM, PJ, and Ken. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet. Presented by BetMGM. On the BetQL Network. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus 